you're just gonna argue, argue, and then push it down and push it down, and I'm not talking to you, yeah. and it can get really toxic. You look at your relationship, and you're like, okay, we're tired, we're arguing, we're bickering, what's going on? And that can be a catalyst for some really good open conversation. Hello, and welcome to the Parenthood Pod, where our lives and stories aren't perfect, but very real. I'm your host, Leonia Kidanor, and every week I will bring you conversations that aim to smash the stigma on struggles we face as parents. Let's begin. Christina and Tig, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks a lot. It's so good um, to have you guys on. So for those listening, um, I'm speaking to two house flippers um, based in New Zealand uh, with a show called Demo to Reno on YouTube. And they're also two proud parents of a six and three-year-old. Um, firstly, New Zealand, and I hear an accent from you, Christina. Tell me, how did you guys meet? Yeah, well, we're actually, we are not Kiwis living in New Zealand. I'm from the States and you're from South so, Africa. Yeah. And we met here. Um, I've been in New Zealand for 22 years. And you've been here for about, how long? About the same, I think, 20, yeah. 22, 23 years, something like, something like that. Yeah. And what drew you to coming here, going um, to New Zealand? Yeah. For both of us, our parents just put on a plane and yeah. we're, we're like, we're moving. So my parents in the States, they just wanted a change of lifestyle and they're like, yeah. Let's, we're going. And then, you know, South Africa was getting... South Africa was getting a bit rough. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, families that were moving. So, yeah. yeah, it was one of those things. We just... Yeah. Um, Followed, followed suit. There you go. And how did you both meet? Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we met at our church. Yeah. 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 It was, um, we were not friends first. I walked out of the building. He was walking in and I was like, that's good. That's good for me. Sign that up. I'll marry you. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it was... we, we didn't muck around. We were, no. How long? When were we married? A year later. Yeah. 18 months, no, married 18 months later. Yeah. yeah. Engaged six months later and then married. Yeah. Wow. And when did babies come along? We planned it. So we wanted a good amount of time before babies. So five years we were married. We were married five years yeah. first year. Yeah. 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 So, time together. Some sleep-ins, you know. We wanted yeah. to have sleep-ins. <laughs> Although I can't remember them anymore. No. It's gone. It's a long time. It feels like a long time ago, even oh. though it was only five years ago. Totally. It's like a thing of the past. I actually yeah. um, listened to this thing on you uh, on Instagram, it was a real, and this guy was, he was so true. And he was talking about the seasons of your life. And often, I mean, how many times do we see, you know, call it people in their twenties, like, you know, running the, running along the park at 7am, they've just had their coffee. They're looking fresh as a daisy. And there we are like all wrinkled up, haven't slept, you know, just, just yeah. like, damn it. I miss those days. <laughs> and like, and the guy was saying on this real that there are different seasons and you can't kind of just have to appreciate that. I don't know, does that resonate with you guys? Do you kind of look back sometimes and go, oh, that was amazing, pre-kids? Gosh, it's, it's a, yeah, totally. When it comes to like sheer just tiredness. Selfishness. And just, you know, oh, those yeah. are the selfish years, right? Totally. I mean, what you wanted to do when you wanted to do it. Yes. Um, I, the thing is though, seasons come, are, it's all roundabouts, right? I mean, we, we, we know in real life seasons Come, go, come, go, come, go. It's how the world works. So these people that are out running right now, 7 a.m. in their 20s, feeling great. We're going to be sitting there with young adults, having a nice coffee with them, and they're going to be 
dealing with their colicky babies and it's just swings and roundabouts, right? Well, I think the key is and what we talk about all the time, how do we appreciate the season we're in? Because they're going to go quickly before we know it. Our boys but, will be borrowing his truck to drop, you know? But it's also understanding your seasons. Yeah. So a big thing for us is understanding the season season you're in. And that can kind of give you perspective. It can give you grace to be able to handle things the right way and not just be so overwhelmed and, you know, in, in the moment. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we've had, a, we've had a pretty full-on three years plus, or since the kids have been born, I'd say. Yeah. But we feel like we're coming into something so new as a family mm-hmm. with our boys. They just seem to be, coming into I don't know, own. just coming into their own. It just seems to be a lot peace, a lot more peaceful at home. Everyone's yeah. a bit more chilled. Yeah. And it's like, wow, this is, this is feeling good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you'd asked us, like two years ago, yeah. we would have just like, it, we were in the trenches and we are, I mean, I don't, you know, we're still, we're dealing with a lot right now as parents, totally. but um, I remember we would have conversations <laughs> like it's like midnight, one kid's thrown up, the baby's not sleeping, mm-hmm. like we're exhausted. And I just remember one time we were just in here cracking up, you know, when you're too tired to cry, you just laugh. And we just like, help, we just like hugged <laughs> each other and we were just like, this is going to pass. And then this is the moment that we're going to talk about when we're sitting, you know, the two of us on a trip to Hawaii, you know, clean house. Yes. We're going to be like, Oh, remember when, you know, so this is trying to enjoy the, 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 what you know, what we call our beautiful chaos. Yeah. I love that. Talk to me more about that. Do you actively, you know, put things in place or have certain conversations or, you know, when you are feeling overwhelmed and over, I mean, you guys, you were saying, Christina, you guys are going to start filming in a week's time. It's going to get really busy again for you and you've got your two children. So, you know, when you're sitting in all of that, what do you say to each other, to yourselves, to try and lift yourselves up? Gosh, you go. Well, I do the lift. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, well, I think for us, it's about, for us, because we know we have these bouts of real busyness in our lives, right? Where all of a sudden we're out early, we're back late, school, kindy, swimming lessons, mm. it's full on. And so when we do have our downtime, we really prioritize what we do with that time. Mm-hmm. We've also made big adjustments in the past. Like when we know we're doing a house flip, which is a really intense amount of time, mm-hmm. um, he doesn't work weekends. And he used to. He used to just work, work all the way through because he's like, I'm just going to renovate this house, get it done. Yeah. But then everything else kind of falls to the wayside. Yeah. So it's about um, putting in I hate you know, boundaries. It's mm-hmm. kind of a funky word when it comes to like your family life, but we're putting in like boundaries that are really healthy that mean yeah. we can handle the busy season yeah no i, I think it's like i don't know the word toing and froing comes to mind but mm. like our lives are quite different so we don't kind of just um go in with the normal so like for example we'll have a very busy season maybe two months we'll just be go 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 yeah. filming and doing a bunch of things yeah. and then we might have six weeks that's really chilled and in that time you know we might pull the boys out of school on a wednesday and go to the zoo Mm. And just kind of really breathe and hang out as a family and do stuff. And mm. Christina and I might just lie on the deck and sun, you know, sunbathe on a winter's day just to mm. just do whatever. And it, it, sometimes you feel guilty in the early days. I don't. But not anymore. <laughs> he does. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. the early days, I feel guilty because I'm thinking mm. it's Monday to Friday. I should be working. I should be yeah. doing something. Yeah. But then realize, no, that's just not the, it's not the way it works for us. So, mm. yeah. Just, it's about taking those moments. Yeah. You know, especially for us as a couple, 
yeah. you know, and taking a moment together while the kids are playing or while that nana granddad's for the afternoon and just kind of getting, it's just about finding the balance really. Uh, 100%. And even I think the relationship piece that you touched on there is just so important and really quite challenging, particularly for parents with young children. I mean, we are also busy, we're sleep deprived. Often we sort of feel like we're living with a roommate or, you you know, you're grunting at each other, you're co-parenting, but you're kind of just doing the tasks. And even just to ask how your day was can sometimes feel really tiring and half the time you're like, I don't even care. Like I'm just trying to survive here. So, you know, and particularly when your children in the toddler years, I mean, I've got a two and three year old and particularly when, you know, we're dealing with newborn and toddler and all of that and getting the sleep right, it's really challenging. Um, I know with myself and my husband, we really need to make an active effort to connect. And what that looks like for us is putting dates in the diary and saying, this is time for us, because if it's not in the diary, it will not happen. Um, and we use that time really to catch up on life. Um, so I'm curious about yourselves because obviously similarly you've got two kids busy lifestyle you know were there times that you guys felt like roommates and you were just kind of you know doing the tasks plenty yeah. <laughs> oh yeah a lot, absolutely right? yeah. I, I i i mean i think it'd be very um unusual for a couple to not have a season like that yeah. um so for us like i think it's really when the kids were a bit younger uh, when we probably had like a one-year-old and what was well, about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, that kind of season there. Um, we were totally roommates and survival mode. So we actually had some like pretty like hardcore conversations back in the day being like, uh, what I don't want, and this is what we were saying to each other is, well, we don't want our kids to leave the nest and then look at each other and be like, oh yeah, uh, mm. I think I like you still like, yeah. you mm. know, you were a guy I lived with and we raised kids together, but you know, we weren't really uh, a couple. So we had a, we had a conversation and we were like, what's going to work for us. So a priority for us has been a night away here and there at a hotel. Mm. We do, we do it quite regularly. Well, really. Yes. We because we found, we do it as much as we can because we found um, that a 24 hour, give or take mm. amount of time together, kid free, sleep-ins, cocktails by the pool at the hotel, mm. not talk. We, we also, we also really don't really talk about the kids when we're gone, just us and having fun, mm. whatever. That is like our full recharge for us. Yeah. And it gets us to kind of, right. We, yeah, totally. We do that. I'd say we do that once every two months. Yeah. And we've been doing that now for quite a long couple time, years. a couple of years. And that's just our way of, you know, just catching up and mm. just, being a couple again and, and whatnot, because we understand, I think, I think we hit a point where we realized that, um, you know, at some points it does feel like we're just roommates, teammates, whatever, but in that we understand. Yes. And we're not, you know, Christine's not coming to me going, you not doing this or you this or this, that, because we just kind of both know, hey, we're both in the thick of it. Mm. We're both just in the zone. We don't have much time for each other right now. Mm. But let's just push through this and, you know, and then we'll take some time, which we do. Yeah. So I think it's, it's under, like I said, it's understanding where you're at, yeah. giving grace to, to each other, mm-hmm. and then and then still taking the time at the end of that period to um, hang out yeah. and, and be a couple. Because and sometimes that is not weird. You know, when you've done the whole teammate thing for so long, it's almost hard to connect again. Yeah. You know? So it's really, really, really important. And so like not talking about the kids when we go away is like, I mean, sorry, it's not like we don't talk about them. Of course yeah. we do, yeah, but it's, yeah. 
you know, our time away is actually just for me to feel like a wife and for him to feel like a husband. Yeah. And, and we got married because we're best friends mm. and because I like him the most out of everybody on, on the earth. So I want to hang out with him. Mm. And so it's like going back to the basics, yes. you know, so as cheesy it is like, going back to dating each other a little bit yeah. and then back into the trenches. <laughs> yeah, totally. And feeling, you know, grounded when you're, when you head back in. Curious, what triggered you to start implementing these sort of get little getaways? Was there a point where you really felt as though you'd grown apart or was there anything that triggered it or just a suggestion one day by one of you? What, what happened? Are we, yeah, we just had like, it's just, it was just hard. It was, it was hard. exhaustion. It was exhausting. Yes. We were. I was sleep deprived. Um, our toddler is high, high energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had a baby. And at this point we were still trying to figure out and work towards what we're doing now. So we weren't feeling like we were having massive success in our careers. Mm-hmm. So it was just, it was a lot. And I remember once we were just sitting, um, having a, having a drink somewhere. I think my parents had the kids for the afternoon we're just having lunch and I just, we kind of were like, I love you, but I don't like super like you right now. Yes. And both of us kind of felt the same. And we're yeah. like, we're like, cause we don't talk about the D word ever, you know, yeah. divorce It's not on the table for us ever. So but we were just kind of like expressing these feelings we were having. I was like, I don't want to feel like I don't like you. It's just so full on that I've got nothing for you. Yeah. You've got nothing for me. And then we were like, okay, we can either stick like this. And it's going to head down a road we really don't like the look of or what we do. Yeah, because we, what we found is it's like what's going to replenish us and the date night's just not going to cover it. It's not going to do it. Like after two months or whatever, I mean, I suppose a date night a week. Well, we even, a bit, on, yeah. But a date night a week wasn't going to cover it for the situation and just the way our lives were. Yeah, We needed to just get away for at least 24 hours, yeah. 36 hours and just unwind Christina would have a few cocktails and maybe get a massage. And that um, works perfect for But that for just them. wasn't enough for yeah. us, you know. A date not a, a week's not going to... I was, like, super exhausted. And I know yeah. all moms are, but that's really what I felt. It was making me feel kind of the heaviest. Because mm. I was just tired, like, yeah. in my bones, tired. Yeah. So to get dressed up, go out for dinner... I knew that I would probably brush that off most Friday nights. Would everyone be like, hey, actually, I'm too tired? Yeah. But, hey... An idea of going away, having a sleep in, not having to cook and clean, mate, I'm in. And it, and it, I came back feeling great and I was excited to see the kids yes. and we had had fun and we felt like, you know, cool kids again, not just tired old parents. And it, and it means we do whatever we want, right? There's yeah. Sometimes we get a hotel and we just plonk ourselves on the bed with takeaways and junk food and watch movies for 24 yeah. hours. Yeah. You know, just whatever you feel like doing. So it works yeah. for us. Yeah. I love that. And I think the big lesson there for even for those listening is you got to work out what is your jam, right? Like, so you guys yeah. have a very, very intense filming period um, for several months. And so there, and you know, obviously with the two children and the not sleeping, that made sense for you. I know for myself, you know, yeah, getting away for that day night certainly helps ground me. So I think the lesson here is really actually identifying that if, if there is a bit of distance that's coming between the two of you as a couple, 
Firstly, mm. talking about it, and I think that's really powerful. I mean, even just that conversation you were talking about then, Christina, like we sat down and we were like, actually, mm. yeah, you're not my favourite person right that's now. Funny. And I'm just freaking over all of this. A mm. lot of people don't talk about it. And then you get eight, ten years down or five years down the track and you're looking at each other and you're like, I'm resentful. I do more. You do less. In my head, I'm doing more. You know, and we you point score and you do all the things and it's easy mm. to do. I mean, I'm sure you've both been there where you're sitting there going, no, I've done more now. Like, you know, and thank me for it. Be grateful. Because for me, that was also another big piece I had to speak to my husband about. I need gratitude. When I put dinner on the table, that's not that easy to do. And I've got a job too. So just say, babe, great dinner. Thank you. Like, it's as simple as that sometimes. I don't know. Have you guys found that little things like that can be a point of contention too? Totally. I think, Mm. you know, we always talk about the grass is greener on the other side, right? So, you know, what's the quote? Water your own garden. In your own garden, resentment is the biggest weed that's going to grow in this season of life. Resentment is the big one you got to look out for because Mm. it'll just creep up and it grows really quick. And resentment is for us, like in our conversations, resentment is just me thinking one thing Mm. and feeling like I'm not getting, do you know what I mean? So communication and opening it up is, I think, the number one thing that actually helps resentment. When we talked about roles in our marriage, talking about our roles, I do this, you do that. I I wish you could maybe do this more. Or And he would say, well, I I really appreciate it when you do that. Having these conversations about our roles in life and in parenthood Mm. works really well to not let that weed of resentment kind of grow. Yeah, I think I think we've kind of worked through a lot of it in the in yeah. the last few years, and I think we're quite clear on our roles. Um, in that, in saying that, we don't take each other for granted in those roles, mm-hmm. and like you say, we are appreciative of each other in it. And at some points, we need to step up and help each other in those roles. Well, and also, like you're saying, like you know, some like your husband saying, "Hey, um, I just so appreciate dinner." Mm. Part of our conversation is because we are different people yeah. with different love languages is me having, I've said to him, Hey, I really appreciate words of affirmation. It's one of my love languages. I, if I'm exhausted and I've got spit up and the kids are whatever, and the house is a mess. And he says, gosh, you're a great mom. Boom. I instantly just feel so appreciated. I feel like I'm doing a good job. So we've had conversations in the past being like, what I need from you is when you think, Hey man, you mm-hmm. know, he did a great dinner or whatever. Just tell me. Say it. And I'd said to him kind of what I need. Do you know what I mean? uh, yes. And he's to me, you know, vice versa. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's, it's just so, kind of- it's that's such a big thing when you just said that because I know with um, my husband Jules, he'd be like, Yeah, but by me being silent, it means I approve. And I'm like, Dude, that doesn't cut it for me. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I need to hear it, you know? Whereas he's probably more like acts, like I need to sort of, you know, do the acts. And we we did actually one um one weekend that we had away, we sat there with the love language book and oh. I read it out loud. I was like, No, you have to listen to this book. And he was like, oh, I don't know. Okay, fair enough if it means that much to you. And I'm like, it, it does. And, and I think, you know, little things like that, and it was fun and we had a good time, but you know, you, you do take away the lessons. Um, and I mean, the one thing I wanted to ask actually is how did you find the time when the children were young and things like that 
to even have some of these conversations. And I know it probably sounds so silly to ask, but often we are so swept up in the chaos that people are like, I just don't have time. Like, did you sort of, you know, try to, you know, did you have family support and there were times where you were able to be alone or how did you carve out that time? Well, we are, we have been obviously because we, you know, we've said we go away in hotel and stuff. We've got, we do have support. And I think that people who don't have a tribe around them, which is so common these days when you know you live away from another country to family and stuff like that, that's really hard. And so, you know, I think that couples who are on that journey, I mean, good on them. That's amazing. Um, I wish I could say that these conversations that were so healthy came from us sitting down lovingly and looking at each other in our arms. But usually it's because we've been arguing. Yeah. And we're going so I, I'm, I'm, we're bickering. You're yeah. bugging me. I'm bugging you. We're butting heads. Stop. What the heck's going on? And then the conversations come from usually. Well, it might not right? even come straight away. It no. might come like days later after an argument. Mm. And then we finally sit down and we're able to kind of think a bit clearly and, and start talking through it. And you're forced to talk through it because currently. Because I forced you to. No, because at that point, you know, your relationship's yeah. taking a bit of a hit. Yeah. And so you're forced to actually make time to sit down because you can feel the tension in the home. Yeah. And so we, we end up having to sit down. And in that time, we kind of figure a few things out and, yeah. and apologize or Have this and that. And then conversations. she'll yeah. gain understanding on where I'm thinking and vice versa. And then, you know. But and, I think. But we've had many of those. Oh, yeah. Totally. So many. So that's the thing. I don't think arguing or anything like that is bad in your, in your relationship. But it's like, what do you do with it? Do you know what I mean? So if you're just going to argue, argue, and then push it down and push it down, and I'm not talking to you, yeah. it, it can get really toxic. Yes. But if, if, you use, if you look at your relationship and you're like, okay, we're tired, we're arguing, we're bickering, What's yeah. going on? And, and, that can be a catalyst for some really good open conversations. Yes. Yeah, and that was hard for me. Yeah. Then, uh, like I'm not one to talk. Nope. Yeah. And, He's South African. So we would fight and whatever, and I would just bottle bottle it all up. Yeah. You know? So learning to talk has been the hard one, and that's mm. been the biggest one for me. Yeah. The biggest hurdle is actually learning to express my emotions and the way I feel, and mm. I don't like it. It doesn't feel comfortable to do it, mm. but knowing that it's going to help our relationship be what we want it to be yeah. has forced me to to slowly open up more and more yeah, and more. You've, you've even do, though you're doing great. Thanks you're doing really yeah. good. Yeah. It has been a real learning thing for him. I love that point, actually, because I'm thinking about the people who are sitting there listening going, yeah, well, you know, my partner – you know, wife, husband doesn't like to open up and I don't, I want to. And so therefore, how do I encourage them to start opening up? I mean, Ty, was there a point in which, like any advice around that? Was there a point in which you went, okay, look, I have to open up. Otherwise it could mean, you know, losing this relationship. So I have to, like, it was kind of like that. Or did Christina sort of encourage you in a way? How did you go about it? It's knowing that I want to say something that I know that could quickly disarm the whole situation and it's actually how I genuinely feel, mm. but I've got this facade up now that's hardened and I don't want to show that vulnerability, that vulnerable side yeah. who who actually it's how I want to actually be or feel. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So there's so many conversations or arguments mm. where, I've felt a certain way and I wanted to say something, but we've had an argument and I've closed up 
And then I'll walk away and I'll be so disappointed because I just, I wish I could say what I really wanted to say. Mm. Um, And I know that in a moment we could fix the situation. And I think what's made the change is that I've walked away so many times and not said what I wanted to say. Mm. And that has, and, and, you know, the fight or whatever is going on Mm. has drawn out for days, sometimes Mm. weeks and the tension in the home and, so for me, it was a personal thing of going, hey, like I know that as, as the husband in this home and, and as, you know, Christina's husband and the dad, I have the ability to actually diffuse a lot of these things if I'm just willing to say something and open up. And it's not forced. I'm not trying to force something. Mm. It's actually generally there. Mm, yes. I just need to be brave enough to yeah. say it. And I think in our in our marriage, kind of for me, I learned probably the hard way because it's not how I automatically would do it. But if I know that we're, we're struggling, we're having these conversations, he's gone kind of a certain way. He doesn't really want to kind of open up and whatever. Mm. The worst thing I could do mm. is to kind of get in his face and get and kind of push his buttons more. Mm. So what I found has really worked is to give him that space to then open up, which means giving a little bit of time and then coming and sitting down in the most unconfrontational, loving mm-hmm. way, which is literally like, I love you. I'm your, I'm here for you. Yeah. And then he instantly, the facade comes down and he can open up. But I learned the hard way because in the past I would come at him and I'd be like, my death of my, da, 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 da. you know, I'm up here. Yeah. And then I learned quickly, Hey, let's just create this a nice environment where he actually feels like, and he's just gotten better at better at communicating. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in the season of raising kids, mm. it's even more so important, I think, oh, to, 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 to just. So, yeah, we, yeah, we've had a couple of days that I'm not proud of that, mm. you know, that our kids saw. Yeah. And I was just, just like, man. Tired, arguing parents. You know, that, yeah. that you know. But you, you learn from it. And, and, it. and you learn from it. And I think it's really important for kids mm. to see how mommy and daddy resolved. Yeah. Like, okay, so they've seen us arguing, yes. but are they going to see us apologizing to each other? Yes. Like, that's huge. Yes. If we can raise kids that know how to how to handle a, a confrontation or an argument in their own life, yes. you know, when I yelled at the kids because I'm tired, you know, they're not listening, they're fighting, mm. you know, blah, 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 and I lose my cold, the biggest thing I do now is I sit them down and go, I'm so sorry I did that. Shouldn't have yelled at you. Yeah. Mommy's really tired, and Daddy didn't bring her a coffee in the morning. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Actually, and, and treating them like a little adults yeah. who have real emotions yeah. and who then learn. Okay, it's it's you. You know, you make mistakes, mm-hmm. but then there's, I don't think it's. Know, a, yeah, you're right. It's not actually a negative for kids to no. see you bickering or having an argument, but it's important to see how we resolve it. You know. And I think 100%. that's life, right? It's always going to be 100%. things like that. A hundred percent. And it's um, it's interesting when you're saying that. Like, I think what comes to mind, Tag, is like in the heat of the moment, it's almost like that pride thing because I do that too. I'm like, I know that I'm like sometimes if I know I'm being a little bit silly, let's call it, and I'm like, okay, I could probably just back down and be like, okay, 
my bad. Like, you know, but then I'm like, no, I'm too proud. Like, and so, but mm. then again, with children, it's just a, di- like, you you got to push that aside. And I'm learning to do that um, more and more myself too, because it's not just the two of you who are going to be impacted. It's like the whole family dynamic and, you know, is it worth it? So it's amazing how children can really help your relationship evolve if, if you let it, right, um, mm. into, yeah, into something, yeah, it's something more where, yeah, you may have spent ages when you're a couple, just the two of you having an argument and you stay, both of you are like steadfast in your, in your thoughts. But, um, you know, it was, yeah, again, it was only the two of you implicated. I, um, actually spoke to a psychologist in one of our episodes and she mentioned that, um, that walking away bit is actually really good too. So yes, yeah, certainly have your bickering, but if you're realizing it's escalating to a level where you're like, I don't, it's not productive, just sort of walk away, um, you know, and, and have time to digest and come back as your better selves. So, I mean, we've certainly used that strategy and it sounds like you guys have as well. You, you find yeah. that kind of helpful, do you? You were saying, Christina, that, that mm. kind of works for your dynamic? Well, I, I mean, look, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a loud American. I'll get into space in an argument. Like, I, I, want, it, I want to resolve it, but I want it now. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and all that does is push his buttons and make him close up more and more and more. Yeah. So I found that changing my tone usually uh, even just, you know, going to the room, having a bit of a bit of a moment yeah. and coming back because, you know, conflict is, is just, it creates a horrible space. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how do we create this to be a good space again, to have yeah. de-escalization? Is that, yeah. did I do that right? Yeah. You know, that to de-escalate <laughs> yeah. the argument. So yeah. yeah, walking away, taking a minute. Yeah. And it's interesting you say that as well. What comes to mind is I spoke to a relationship psychologist and she said, the couples that I worry about the most are the ones that walk in and say, we're having difficulties, but we haven't fought in like two years. I say that all we the haven't time. Fought. Yeah. yeah. Because when you fight, you care. Mm, when you don't right. fight, you've yeah. given up. That's mm. right. So. Yeah. I think they say one of the last stages to the, there's like seven stages to like divorce, you know, okay. like emotions. Right. One of the last ones is just you don't care. Is that right? Do you yeah. know that's interesting? I haven't heard that. Do you know what the others are? No, no, no yeah. I don't, I, you know, I'm just, yeah. I'm not, like, <laughs> you don't use the D word, so no, it's irrelevant. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. I just remember, I remember, um, yeah. and just finding that really interesting. That was yeah. right, really just like whatever, yeah. like I don't, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Um, so, I, and I think that I find it hilarious when couples are like, we don't fight. I'm like, wow. Mm. Like, really? Really? <laughs> I find it really healthy if you, yeah. if, because if, if, well, it what, pulls up stuff. Well, you, so. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's, and I believe it makes you stronger, you know, like you, you, you can only be as strong as what you've been through mm, and yes. maturity comes out of going through stuff. So you mature as a couple by going through things, yeah. you know, and your relationship strengthens, the trust grows yes. as you go through valleys and then up and then valleys and then up. So it's not a, it's really not a negative to no. have things go on where yeah. it challenges each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. Um, sort of coming full circle to when you guys um, first had children. So biggest challenge you would say is that was the sleep factor? Was there anything else there that kind of pro- pro- produced a bit of contention um, in your household? Yeah. So for us, you know, right at the beginning, you're, you're ticking every box. So it's mm. colic, it's sleep deprivation, trying to figure out what the heck to do. Mm. What we found with parenthood is it got more nitty gritty when we had the second. 
So, you know, you've got that first, it's kind of like you're, you're kind of in that, that, that bubble. You've got one little hand to hold. Mm-hmm. I get lots of breaks because he can take, you know, Valor or oldest, vice versa. Then you hit that second kid. Because uh, an FYI for all listeners, we are done having babies now. <laughs> We've got the perfect boys who are done. But for us, that, that two, that two factor is when you don't have as much time to sleep. I can't sleep with the baby because I got the toddler. Yeah. He's working more. We've got more bills. Yeah. It's just, it was just a lot more. And so for us, that's when parenthood fell. And, you know, like I mentioned, we had our oldest son is high energy. He's high emotion. He sees the world a little bit differently, which we love. Um, but then how do you navigate that? And then you've got a baby and mm. it's just been, it's just, it's so interesting. But that's when parenthood felt like the hood. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? right, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we've been from day one. I mean, how, how old's our boy? Six this year. Yeah, yeah, so for six years, uh, we've been getting up at 5 a.m. You know, since, since sorry, day one. Sorry, I think uh, we a- we yeah. more like her now. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. But what I'm saying is our, our household is alive. The kids yeah, are, yeah. you know, yeah. and you know, many years for quite some time, they mm. wake up and they just it just be loud and yelling and screaming from the kids, and and that's the way you kind of start your day. They start their day wrestling. Yeah. You know, that's my cereal. You know, da da. <laughs> And it's just like, oh, and it's early. And then I'll have all my other friends around being like, oh, little Timmy slept till 730. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so nice. Now we're, now the boys are trying to sleep in more, you know, and I can see a light at the end of the tunnel, but yeah. it's a hard, there's bits of parenthood, which is just a hard slog. Isn't a... And if you're out there thinking I'm the only one that's up and it's dark out and my kids are fighting and I, yeah. I never had a hot coffee because I keep needing to, you know, it can feel really like hard and isolating. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah. we've always, we've always said, and the thing that the way I've always looked at it is our kids are here and they're challenging us to grow and mm-hmm. become better. You know, it's never been, man, these kids are making our lives so tough and hard and this and that. Yeah. It's always been, Hey, this stuff's coming out of me. Yeah. Yeah, that it's because of what's going on at home, but this needs to change in here because I don't want, you know, I can't ever point the finger and say it's because the kids act like this, yeah. the dad reacted like this or that. At some point, hey, Joseph, it's really done. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think for us, it's always been mm-hmm. looking at it in a, in a real positive way and going, hey, you, you know. Because we are actually better people now. Mm. Yeah. Like he's a way better husband, yeah. way better dad than the day I handed him the baby. Mm. And, and I'm, I'm way better myself because it pushes you to grow. You take that selfishness in you that you had as a young married couple, yeah. sip your latte with not a care in the world. And, and parenthood just rips all of that out bit by bit, 5am by 5am. Yeah. But if you look at like, if you look at that, like a really amazing thing mm. that I'm like, there's less of me. It's pretty awesome, you know? I love that. I love that. Like, it's just, yeah, it's such a good way to look at things because you've got a choice. 
You can yeah. look at things and go, oh, damn it, like, you know, I'm just so over it. And look at that season as we are talking sort of, you know, mm. coming back to the start of the conversation. Look at that 20-something running the, the botanical gardens and just, you know, footloose and fancy free and I haven't slept in three weeks and I'm over it and my kids are driving me nuts. Or, okay, yeah. that's their season, this right. is my season, and, you know, I've got opportunities to really kind of grow as a person. I love that. I think it's, yeah, yeah it's so important to sort of really reframe that when we can. Um, yeah. I ask all of our guests this last question. So how has parenthood changed you as a person? It's changed me as a It's a good one. Mm. You go first, Brian. I just think I care more about people. So being a mother, it it does something to your soul, your heart, your spirit. It just, for, you know, like I've given birth, I have a baby, I'm protective, I've got kids. Now when I meet people, I see their, I hear their stories differently. You watch the news, all of a sudden you're crying. Yes. But I feel like I love more. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I, I just feel things a lot more with that mother heart, you know what I mean? So for me, that's been the biggest thing that surprised me is how much I feel like my chest has been cracked open and it's not just with my kids. You know, you're, you're talking to a friend and all of a sudden you, I feel so much more deeply about what she's struggling with. So it's, uh, it's a heart enlargement. I think think it's also made it real feisty. (laughs) Like she's she's a mum you don't want to miss. She's she's taken that into the into the business world, into every world. Like honestly, don't give her the wrong (laughs) cup of coffee because she's doing it. Here's the thing: he's only saying that because yesterday one Um, mom had a problem with my eldest at school. Oh, big mistake, mm, honey. Honey, I will walk across that car park, tap on your school your window, and say, "Honey, let's chat." No, not yeah. my kid. So yes, yeah. it's definitely made me a very feisty mama bear. Well, well you like, care less. I'm almost the same. Like I'm like I don't care anymore what people think. Like yeah. it is what it is. Take it or leave it. If I saw you push in line while I'm waking up, waiting at Baker's Delight with my two children, and you're just pushed in line, I'm gonna go tap tap. Excuse yeah. me, I was next. Whereas yeah. you know, five years ago, I would just be like quietly, you know, meekly standing. Like, That's okay. Yeah. They can go first. I don't have time for that shit anymore. Oh, <laughs> you know? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah it's, I'm definitely, yeah, when it, especially when it comes to my kids. Yes. Oh, yes. You know, Mama Bear comes out. Yeah. So. Yeah. What and about you, Ty? Right. It's changed you, Ty. Yeah. I suppose it's caused me to think further than myself. So, yeah. you know, up until having kids, I really just thought for Ty mm. and for my moments and whatever. And you can live your life however you like. Mm. You know, if, you know, I used to smoke a pack of cigarettes a day for 10 years. That's before me. And and all these things. And then you realize, hey, like I got these kids to raise and I need to, you know, really have that perspective in mind that, you know, they're my responsibility and, you know, dad needs to be around. And so there's a lot of things that I've needed to change in my life. And um, so, yeah, it just really changed the way I view life Mm -hmm. overall, really. Yeah. I I love that. That's it's so true, isn't it? Um, All all that you're saying. I want to hear more about. So you're you're filming in a week's time. Um, Tell us a little bit about the show and also how people can find out more about you guys. Yeah. So Demo Toreno is our series that we've started. We've been um, house flipping now for like two and a half years full time. Um, And then we just decided we wanted to put out content that felt really like us. Yeah. 
Look at him telling off the kid. Um, and so we have created a series on YouTube. If you just look up Demo Toreno, the same as Instagram, uh, where it's very HDTV vibes, where we just take you through the entire flipping process. We argue a bit. It's very real, but it feels like us. And to create content that we would kind of want to watch, that's, you know, your, your how-tos, your renovation, your transformation of a house. It's a fun watch. And it's, yeah. it's not long, but we're ready to flip. The next house, which we start in like a week and a half and um, a week. So we're busy at the moment, but it's exciting. And we're doing what we love. So Mm. it's awesome. Oh, I love that. I'll um, I'll pop the details to, in the episode notes as well so that people can find you guys. Guys, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave us a review and share it with your friends. Want to contribute to the conversation? Hit us up on Instagram at Parenthood Pod and join our Facebook group. Netflix on the show. So we thought today we would have a bit of a chat about weird shit that our toddlers are doing. Until next time. Thanks for listening. The Parenthood Podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we produce on, the land of the Wurundjeri people. We pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging.